Hello everybody. Hi guys, welcome back. Episode 9. Episode 9, who would have thought it had? I know, we made it so far. I know, fair play. And thanks so much for all the love on Instagram. We're really like, yeah. I know we're not like big time or anything, but <laughs> we've noticed, <laughs> but we've noticed got quite a big growth in our Instagram, like our listens recently. So thank yeah. you so much to everyone who subscribed, followed, you know, giving us a listen. It means a lot. It really does mean a lot. We really appreciate it. And like, th- thanks for like just connecting with us and like we're getting to like meet so many people and it's, yeah. I don't know. If you do listen guys, remember to leave us a rating because that really helps us out. <laughs> anyway, enough of that. We've plugged ourselves in <laughs> So if you haven't already listened to last week, because it was a really good episode last week, we talked about like living ourselves and self love on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Um, however, this week we are, we are touching on kind of more serious issues um so before we get into all of that anyway lent is starting on wednesday so we want to talk about that for a little bit because yeah you know we're going to be giving stuff up like <laughs> we jump on all like, we these trends and bandwagons <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you who don't know lent is like traditionally a christian um holiday yes it's a season of reflection and preparation before the celebrations of easter so and it's for 40 days. For 40, 40 days. days. Jesus went to the desert and like gave up everything for 40 days. So Christians around the world try and recreate it by giving up something that they love for 40 days. So what are you giving up, Han? Well, so a little fact about me. I think I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> but I think you're probably thinking like what you're on about. So basically, I like I am lactose intolerant. I'm pretty sure I haven't been tested. So like I've already given up cow's milk. I don't drink milk. I drink um like almond milk or whatever. Um, but I I really struggled to give up cheese and like chocolate. <laughs> so for Lent, I'm gonna become like like dairy free and see if I actually am dairy free. <laughs> Find out once and yeah, for all. I'll see how I go. Sorry for exposing you a little bit here, Han. We haven't even talked about this before. I've just thought of it now. Oh, God. Please tell them that story of when you were doing your work experience and he kept making you tea with like normal <gasps> milk. Oh, my God, yeah. So basically, the reason why I think I'm lactose intolerant is because I get like really bloated. Remember in Germany when we went to that restaurant in um, Heidelberg oh. and literally I looked I look pregnant, didn't I? Because yeah, I had not- cheesy pasta, idiot. <laughs> Didn't I look like people? Like I came on the stairs and I literally was like, "Guys, I'm pregnant." She looked like she was about to give birth. Like I get so bloated, um, but yeah. So I did a work placement in my second year of uni, and um, the first day it was just so stupid. He literally asked me. I don't even remember this very well. Like, well done for remembering, Catherine. <laughs> this makes me laugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> he asked me if I was um, like if normal milk was fine, and because I just get nervous, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's fine." But then like he'd kept like I had about eight teas a day because like he was like, I couldn't say no to having a tea unless someone offers you. You've got to say yes. And once you said yes to the first one as well, like you've set a precedent. Yeah, you can't go back and be like, oh, actually, I don't drink normal milk. <laughs> so then I literally, every Thursday my um, placement was, every Thursday night I'd be lying in bed like dying, like a bloated <laughs> stomach, like stomach pains all night. It just wasn't ideal. <laughs> So um, maybe I'll put some things on the Insta of how we can like put our updates on Lent. How you have it going on. Because 40 days is quite a long time to give up stuff. It is, yeah. Um, What are you giving up, Kat? I think I might just do the classic like um, chocolate. But I might go a a step further and do like... I'm not going to do like the whole like sugar thing because your housemate Lauren was saying about she's going to give up sugar. I think that's that's unrealistic. But maybe I could do like chocolate, sweets, crisps and biscuits. Yeah. Because to be fair, I don't eat biscuits, crisps and sweets anyway, but chocolate is my weakness. Uh, It's chocolate that gets me. I do love a biscuit as well, I've got to admit. Dear, well, I'm quite good at like not buying them in the shop. Like I'll miss it. I'll get home and I'll be like, oh, I really want a biscuit, but Mm -hmm. I haven't bought them. 
But if I ha- if I haven't bought chocolate in the shop, I will go back out. <laughs> really? Uh, I'll like run around Cope or something <laughs> to get chocolate and ice cream. Oh, ice so, cream. I don't know if I can give up ice cream. Tell you what's a good little thing to have um, if you're giving up like sweets. Um, jelly. Oh, yeah, you did I've, say about I've, this. Yeah, that's what I live on in uni. They jelly. do the little snack pots like 10 calories. And they do them in Tesco, seven for £3.50. No, that was a bargain, so... Yeah maybe, yeah, maybe I'll move on to jelly then. Yes. But yeah, I'm going to try chocolate, definitely. I think, nice. so like, as you were saying before, once you get past the first week or so... Yeah, literally, once you get past it, like, by the end of it, you probably won't even miss it. Like, mm. it will... And that's what I want, like, it will be a treat. Yeah. So that's what you want, really, isn't it? But my mum did something really interesting last year. She didn't give up anything. She started... She did something new. I think she either, like, every time... Oh, I think it was every time she saw a homeless person, she'd give them money. Or, like, every time she walked past a big issue seller, she'd buy a a copy. So instead of giving up something, she, like, gave something back. Yeah. Which, to be fair, is quite a nice idea. So... Anyway, let us know what you guys are going to give up for lunch, if you're going to give up anything or give something back. I'm yeah. sure we'll do a post on the Insta at some point oh, yeah. on it. Of course. But now into like the main episode. So we just want to give like a bit of a trigger warning before um, this episode. We are going to be talking about serious issues like mental health, suicide, um, um, depression, yeah. and the media and stuff like that. So if that's something that you know you're a bit sensitive towards or might trigger you, Thank you so much for listening so far, but please go and listen to maybe one of our other episodes. Yeah, and give come this back, one a miss. Give this one a miss and come back next week and we'll be more like upbeat again. But yeah, it's important to talk about something like this though. Yeah, it's just definitely something that's affected us this last like week or so. It's just something we wanted to address. Yeah. So that's just um, a little disclaimer, but yeah, we won't, we won't be offended if you stop listening now. Yeah. <laughs> so the song we're going to be doing, I'd like... Um, based on our discussion around this week is Neon Gravestones by 21 Pilots yes. and it was actually recommended to us by my housemate George who's really big into his music so we should we should ask him more often for we music should. Justin, got some good recommendations well, I'd never heard the song before but I think it's really apt actually yeah it's really fitting um, it's quite a long song so we're, o- we're only going to focus on the chorus and the last verse just simply because we just don't have enough time to get through everything. And it's, it, as we said, it's such a heavy topic. Yeah, this verse seemed the most relevant as well to what we're going to be speaking about. Yeah. So, as um, I'm sure if you live in the UK, I'm sure you all know that recently um, TV presenter um, Caroline Flack really sadly took her own life. Um, and it's, it's so sad. And yeah, the thing it is, is, it's not the first celebrity that's committed suicide. No. And I'm and it's horrible to say, but I'm sure it won't be the last. Um, but I, I think it's really rocked like social media and a lot of people our age. And I think that's because like we've grown seen, up like seeing her on the TV. Yeah, like she's qu- quite like a prominent figure. And just and I know this is like a sweeping generalization, and it doesn't apply because I was gonna say she's not the type of person you think would commit suicide, but you, there's not there's some, not a type. There's of person. not a type, and I think that's the problem, and that's this mm. is why it needs to be talked about because it, suicide and depression can affect absolutely anyone. anyone. Yeah. Um. So the more we talk about it and open a conversation about it, I think the better. Just raising awareness. Yeah. 100%. Um. So. Yeah, we're going to go along to um, the lyrics. Go and give the full song a listen because it's really thought-provoking and really powerful, actually. Uh, me and Hannah were just listening to it and there's, like... It's called The Bridge. Really, like... Yeah. Took us aback. It's, it's just really powerful. So, um... We're going to start with the chorus, as we said. Yes. So it goes... Neon gravestones try to call 
um, neon gravestones try to call for my bones. So obviously the the imagery related to like neon gravestones alludes to kind of the idea of famous names being in the spotlight and then going from being in the spotlight and there's like the shining lights to a grave and that's it's quite it's really stark it is, yeah like imagery um so obviously we said about caroline flat but we're not just going to be focusing on celebrities but yeah just for it since this come up this last week we'd base it around that but yeah we are just talking about it in general yeah um and the singer songwriter behind this i think his name's tyler we were reading the genius lyrics and his kind of like influence for the song and his and like what the song means to him is about how you can go from being like maybe someone who's not maybe a household name but then the minute you like commit suicide it's almost glorified you become like a household name and people like kind of sought like after that fame and he, yeah. he's saying how, like, terrible a thing that is. And, and it shouldn't be like that. That should not be a motivation for wanting to end your own life at all. No. But, yeah, the neon graces, I think it's really powerful imagery. Yes. Um, but, and powerful image of the stark reality, because people do. Um, and it seems to be happening, like, more commonly these days. Like, there's your, it's just always the news, which is just so sad. It's really sad, and we hope that none of you have been affected. I mean, I think everyone's been affected by, like, yeah. suicide in the life, because even if it's not someone you personally knew, I can honestly say, like, even Caroline Flack's recent suicide really affected me more than I thought it would. Yeah. I remember when it got put in the group chat, when literally when it first came out, it got put in the group chat, and I literally, I was like, what? I was like, surely this must be, a, like, a sick joke. Yeah. I was, um, I actually listened to Stephen Frell this morning, and he was saying that when you're, like, feeling celebrities, you almost think of them as if, like, you know them. Yeah. So that's probably why, and also, you probably, this is, like, onto, like, social media, we'll go in more to this later, but you also, like, talk about them as if you know them as well. Yeah. Which is where, like, the online trolling stuff comes from, because you, like, you think you know them, when in reality you don't. So, yeah, it does affect you more than you think it would. Yeah, 100%. And, um, yeah, interesting to say about, like, social media. And, like, that's where we've got, we've got to try and find, like, as a, as a society, where to draw the line. Because we're not saying we're against the ideas of celebrities. I think that's just a thing in society. Like, yeah. You are going to look... And you people idolise their celebrities and, like, famous people and all that. But we have to remember, they are people as well. Yeah. And even though, like... Being a celebrity does entail some sort of loss of privacy in the fact, just like sharing details of your life with like your fans. Yeah, people, it's where to draw the line, and I think this is where like a lot of the problem stems from, is like celebrities just get hounded and hounded and hounded, and not only by the media but by like on Twitter and social media platforms. Well, that's the thing, yeah. Like Twitter, Instagram, all these like social media has given like just people a platform to don't like contact directly celebrities. Yeah, Whereas to maybe that before like social media was a thing, like you would only hear about celebrities through like the newspaper and magazines and all that. Yeah. But now, obviously, yeah, when they've they've all got Twitter accounts, Instagram accounts, and you can DM them, can't yeah. you? And you, or you can just tweet them, them like, tweet them, and they're gonna see things. it, yeah. So it must be really hard to be in the spotlight and just have every aspect of your life kind of like laid out f- for criticism. Yeah, because you've got to think like things that like, happens to us in our private life. They like, think about how hard it is, and then to have all of that on top, like people judging you, everything you're doing, like mm. it must be really hard. And I think that's one of the um, one of the the best things to come. Obviously, Caroline Flack's suicide is a tragedy. 
And I'm not saying that it was a good thing at all. But one of the good things that has come out of it is this whole be kind movement, which I've noticed a lot on social media. Yeah. And but the thing is, why did it take a suicide for people to realise they need to be kind? Uh, yeah, it is ridiculous. Surely you should just know to, to be kind anyway. Yeah, but hopefully after this, they'll... Oh, and I know, I think on Twitter I've seen they're going to take some action to try and prevent this from happening. Like, people... Obviously, they can't prevent it fully because it's, like, freedom to tweet whatever you want. But, yeah. yeah, I know. And also, the Caroline's Law. Have you seen about that? Oh, yeah, I have. So that's basically to make it a criminal offence for British media to knowingly and relentlessly bully a person in a public eye or someone who's not in a public eye. I think that's really good because, yeah, bullying's not okay if we just did it, like, to people we know. So why is it okay for the press to do it? Yeah. Fair enough, report on celebrities' lives in a positive light, but there's no need to hound them. And Caroline said herself, like, we all make mistakes, we're all human. Like, she made mistakes and she wasn't shying away from that. But the mistake is made worse by people think it people as well and um, the media doesn't know the whole story no no one ever knows the whole story and you don't know what goes on behind closed doors so who... half the things of the media is lies literally like half it is, it is all exaggerated truths yeah like... it's for entertainment purposes yeah not for people to go and start their own in personal investigations into people they don't even know and i think everyone just kind of jumps on a bandwagon takes it as a truth and then it just gets more and more like dramatic mm. yeah it's this is what drives me nuts about social media. Like, I could tweet something and, like, there's no... You don't have to give, like, references or, like, where you got this bit of information from. And people just, be, like, will believe anything they read yeah. online. I think you just really... If you're going to use social media, you should completely be aware of the effects and consequences and just the, the being aware that you should take everything with a pinch of salt that you read on there. Yeah, because I reckon, like, quite a lot of people think, like, oh, my tweet's not going to matter. But people, like, they obviously do see your tweet, so... Just think before you put anything online. Yeah, just because you're not getting thousands of likes or retweets doesn't mean people aren't yeah. seeing it. Like, these every action has consequences, and that doesn't change if it's online or if it's offline. Yeah. And that, and the thing is, what you put online will literally be there forever because mm. someone could screenshot it, whether you delete it or not, mm. it will still probably someone will probably still have it. So you have really got to be careful what you put online. And this is like we're saying back about like your human like freedom of expression. Yes, everyone does have a human right to, like, say what they want to say and stuff. But, like, why do, Why would you want to say something nasty? Like, yeah. why, apart from exercising your right, why do you feel the need to exercise your right? Like, I just, personally, I just don't understand it. No, I think people should think, if I was in that position, would you want to receive that message? If you wouldn't, then don't, don't send, it. yeah. Don't make, just think it to yourself, that like why do yeah. you need to share it if you've got nothing nice to say then don't say anything at all and I think that's a really good saying to yeah. go by no it is um, anyway we're going off on a tangent yeah. <laughs> but I think that's, that's that's we want this episode to be a bit more sort of f- free flow and just so we can say what we want to say because we're still really taken aback by the news to be honest yeah and just getting our heads around it yeah so then we get to this bridge part, which is what really shocked me and Hannah. We thought this was a really powerful sort of bridge. So this is like coming from Tyler directly. And he's saying, promise me this, if I lose to myself, you won't mourn a day and you'll move on to someone else. And I think it's really highlighting the effects. You might think that if you're in a suicidal place, you might think, no one cares about me, no one will miss me, everything will be better if I'm gone. Yeah. And he's saying, promise me you won't mourn a day. No one in your life can well, can promise you that, because I promise you, if you 
did do that, people are going to mourn you. Oh, yeah. Forever. People are going to miss you. People are going to struggle to move on. They're going to have their own problems dealing with your death. Yeah. And I think if, yeah, if you're in that position of, like you know suicidal thoughts you you do, i think they just do feel really low yeah i feel alone isolated and but... i think yeah we just want to emphasize that you are you're not alone and you will be missing the world would be nowhere near better without you in it yeah and quite often people around you like don't know that you're going through that so mm. we always encourage to speak to family and friends whoever you feel comfortable speaking to mm. about whatever you're going through but I understand it is really hard. Oh, yeah. You can be so close to someone and still find it really hard to open up. Yeah. Um, I mean, one of the things that I've done sometimes, if I really just haven't known how to get um, it out, like, write it down. Like, mm. either write, like, a letter to somebody. Write it. You don't have to send it, obviously, but address yeah. it to someone because then that gives you, like, someone to, like, to talk to. You could address it to yourself. You could do it as, like, a journal entry. But honestly, a problem shared is a problem halved. Yes, I love that saying. It's a really good saying. Just getting something out in the open. And if you guys feel like you have no one to speak to, our DMs are always open to anyone. Yeah, of course. We'll do our best to talk to you and make, you know... I can't say... (laughs) We're not not like trained or licensed or anything. No, of course not. But we've got open ears. Yes. Um... So then we move on to the verse, and this is the verse we really wanted to talk about um, because we found it was probably the most apt given everything going on at the minute and everything that we've been talking about. So it says, Don't get me wrong, the rise in awareness is beating a stigma that no longer scares us. But for sake of discussion, in spirit of fairness, could we give this some room for a new point of view? So, the don't get me wrong, the rise in awareness is beating a stigma that no longer scares us is definitely a good thing that's... In recent years, there's definitely been a more open conversation on suicide and mental health and depression. Which, of course, is a good thing. It's getting people to talk about it. More people are aware of it. Mm. Um, But also, obviously, it can kind of be a bad thing because it, in some ways, like glorifies it and normalises it in a way that... It shouldn't. It should be talked about. Don't get me wrong, but it shouldn't be a thing that people aspire to do. Or do mm. you know what I mean? What and that's that's what Tyler was. That was his intention with the song because I think when the song came out, I mean, even a couple of years ago, remember in twenty seventeen? I don't know if you guys have seen it. Thirteen reasons why that was criticised to hell for like glorifying suicide yeah. and stuff. Um, so there is a like a fine line between glorifying and normalising it, but also not making people feel like they're a burden talking about it because yeah. you should never feel like it's a burden talking to, no. to someone about um, this. Or just even just talking about it in general. I, d- I do think there is pros to normalising it in a way. Because yeah. if it was like this... You never want like someone to be so ashamed of like someone in their family who's committed suicide no. that they can't even say, oh, they committed suicide. They might make up an yeah. excuse or... Or like, and another thing as well, like, not even as as extreme as suicide. If you're just having a day, like a really bad like mental health day, or an like an an anxious day, or something like that, there should there should you shouldn't feel ashamed for cancelling plans yeah. and like then making up a different excuse for not going to those plans. So I've worded that really badly. No, I get what my, you mean. Like, if I knew the, if we if I had plans with the girls and then they were having a bad day. 
and they just told me that was the reason for cancelling. I th- no judgment at all. No, but I know a lot of people would just be like, oh, something's come up. Or yeah, or I'm they, feeling ill. I've like, yeah. got a sickness, but they would make a different excuse yeah. for that. So I think with like saying about right. Ra- uh, <sighs> Raising awareness and breaking the stigma. We're getting there as yeah. a society. People just need to be educated in the right way of how to speak mm. about it and how to deal with it. And I don't know what it's like in schools nowadays, but yeah. I mean, back when we were in school, I don't think it ever got talked about once. No, no. There was not. never like assemblies or in PSC or anything. No. I hope that's changed. I, It might have done, it might not have done. Yeah, but because I think probably people in like um, kids in high school are the, the most impressionable. So hearing about it and seeing about it, I think it can really. From a younger age, yeah, of course it will. Yeah, because we were remembering um, in 2012, and I think this was the first time I'd ever like heard about someone committing suicide that was well known. Yeah. Um, it was um, Amanda Todd. She was a 15 year old girl from um, Canada. And she wasn't a celebrity, she was just a normal girl, she was um, a victim of cyberbullying. And she made, um, she uploaded a YouTube video, um, kind of as like a suicide note sort of thing. And after she died, um, that video got 13 million views. And she, her name was international, like, I remember her face just being plastered everywhere. And to an extent, I think that that was a good thing because again, raising awareness, people were calling it a tragedy as it so rightly was. But then some young like people might think, oh, wow, look at all this fame. And it's yeah. not fame. It's, it's not, not fame at all. But if you're young and you're going through a tough time, it's very easy to misinterpret it. And then they might think, oh, and if I commit suicide, I'm going to get all this fame and have all these views. And that was the danger they were saying that came with um, 13 Reasons Why. You can definitely glamorise it. And it's such a fine line between opening the discussion and glamorising it. And this is what this song is essentially all about. And if you go, if you listen to it and you listen to the first two verses, they really, like, hone in on that. Yeah, they do. Um, So, I mean, I wish we could be sit here offering solutions, but we don't know the solutions either. No, we don't. Fight you have to take it as it comes and just all you can do really is be nice online, be kind to others, mm. be there for your friends, your family, and just please don't Twitter is just so dangerous. Just don't tweet or retweet <laughs> or even like. <laughs> yeah, but as we're saying, it's a fine line because it's a great tool as well for it connecting is, with yeah. people. And it's just I just gotta be used in the right way, I guess. Yeah. Um and so we're on genius lyrics now and They've said here that um, Tyler's asking the audience to open their minds and listen to a different view of suicide. We should keep the discussion open and use the rise in awareness to combat mental illness instead of normalising it. It's not something to be spoken of casually, nor is it something that should emerge as a trend. And I think if that's the, that's the whole underlying message, and I think that's the most yeah, important message. That just summarises what we were trying to say. Yeah, a lot more eloquently than we did. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Then the lyrics go on to say, and could it be true that some could be tempted to use this mistake as a form of aggression, a form of succession, a form of a weapon, thinking I'll teach them. So here he's kind of worried that people are using suicide as a form of attention and going back to the whole like glorification thing. Although I do kind of have an issue with him using the word attention here. Yes, because that is a word that's thrown around quite a lot when talking about suicide. Yeah. 
And it's, but it usually has negative connotations associated yeah. with it. And I think that's where my problem lies with it. Because if you're going through a tough time, you just want someone to talk to. And I don't think that's attention-seeking at all. No, you're just trying to get someone to realise what you're going through. And that's a good thing. I think that's... If you're if you're needing to speak to someone and you're... you're because the thing is, I think, with it, you can you go through stages and there's definitely, like, a denial stage. And while you're in that yeah. denial stage, you might not want to talk to anyone about it. But... If you're in a place where you're wanting to talk to someone, please don't ever feel like you're attention-seeking because no. I think that's um, a wrong way to think. And I think that's where a lot of like negative connotations of like mental illness, yeah. um, anxiety, depression, suicide... Like it comes and quite often, you people ask for help when they are at their lowest. Yeah. So, of course, uh, it's not... Yeah, it's not attention-seeking. You would do that when you are cut. Thanks. <laughs> but then um, another thing that I just wanted to mention as well. So say if you have got someone in your life who is reaching out to you, um, obviously like be there from as much as you can. But do not blame yourself if the, if you might always feel like you want to do more. You 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 need to do more. If you're doing everything, you like just be in there for them. Just be in there for as enough, and you cannot blame yourself. And that's one of the things they were saying about thirteen reasons why as well is she did it as, like, a form of sort of, like, um... Like, revenge, re- Yeah, revenge, that's the word. Because remember in her letters, she was, like, saying, this is your fault, this is your fault, this yeah. is your fault. Um, and so many people say that, like, social media is at fault. And what's interesting is... What's her name? Laura Whitmore. Whitemore. Is it Whitmore or Whitmore? I think it's Whitmore, yeah. Whitmore. In her statement following Caroline Flack's death, she specifically said that, um... Because so many people were placing the blame on Love Island... Yeah, and she was saying, "Well, it's not Love Island's fault; no. they're not to blame. It's society's reaction, and oh like, yeah, they make comments. They it, yeah, it's not the actual show; it's the people. It's society. Mm. But then this is what irks oh, yeah. me as well, because <laughs> people say, people say, oh, society's fault, and then I say, okay, but." Who is society? We are literally society. Yeah. It's easy to blame it as like this third party that we call society. But I think everyone needs to like look at themselves because we are what makes up society. Yeah. And like I feel like everyone is a bit guilty of like retweeting, like say for Love Island, for example, like funny like jokes, but really like sometimes if someone joke- comes out and sees all of that, then yeah. it's not gonna be a joke, is it? So yeah. yeah. Like people just you can it's it's easy to take too far yeah and it's easy to not realize the implications of your actions sometimes um it's just tricky because it's such a fine line isn't it such a fine line and also people react differently to different things as well like god the shit i say to you han like (laughs) i would probably be considered a bully but like that's only because like yeah we know know, yeah we know we stand with each other like, I wouldn't act the way I am with you with, like, somebody else. Like, yeah. Some, especially a stranger over the internet. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what we need to remember. The, they are strangers over the internet. We don't... We think we know them. So, Lever Island, for example, they're living in that villa 24 hours, seven days a week, and we get shown an hour a night, sometimes yeah. an hour and a half. That is edited to fuck, and, like, snippets from you conversation. Don't really know Things someone. are taken out of context. You think you know those people on there, but you don't. No. So that's I mean sort of going off on a tangent again. <laughs> I feel really passionate about this. Yeah. I think I think we both do. Yeah. Um. And then so going back to the lyrics, it says, um, "Well, I'm refusing the lesson. It won't resonate in our minds. I'm not disrespecting what was left behind. Just pleading that it does not glorified." So really, he's just emphasising. I think he's just desperate for suicide to not be glorified. Because I think, I'm a couple of years ago, I think. 
I mean, this is just my perception and my opinion. Everyone's got different views and how they interpret it. But for me, I think it was more glorified a couple of years ago. But I think there has been a shift. Do you think that's just because we were younger, though? It could. Well, that's what I mean. It could be. I don't know what yeah. what it is. I don't know whether it's just a general thing or whether it is just yeah. But that's just from my point of view anyway. But yeah, you're right. It could be getting yeah, older yeah, and, yeah. and having, again, just gaining a, a, a more of an understanding about it. Which is why if it's, if it's talked about more openly in schools and people are educated on it, and perhaps we, you know, yeah, as a society, we'd learn to deal with it better. Yeah, you know no, I mean? definitely. I think, yeah, that it should be in schools introduced because I think it would, yeah, make a huge change to people's mindsets and thoughts about mm. it. Because um, I also saw as well, like, in uni, they're actually doing, like, a mental health, like, series at the minute okay. um, with the SUTV. And, like, so I think that's really good. Like, we never did anything like that in school. But no. they might not have done anything like this in university a couple of years ago. We just weren't here to see it. Yeah. So. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, again, on Genius Lyrics, it's just saying Tyler is trying to make it clear that while he means no disrespect to the lives of the victims of suicide, he doesn't want suicide to be glorified and used by the general public as a threat. Um, so then, this is the end of the song now, and I think it kind of ends on a nice note. It says, Maybe we swap out what it is that we hold so high. Find your grandparents or someone of age. Pay some respects for the path that they paved. To life, they were dedicated. Now that should be celebrated. Yeah. So I think the overall message is glorify one's life and not their death. Yeah. Um, you should be celebrating living your life. You shouldn't just be... Like, as you went back to that Amanda Todd thing, her... It was her death that she was known for. It wasn't her life as a whole. Exactly, yeah. And I hope that doesn't happen, like, to Caroline Flack or all the other victims of suicide. I know we've literally only named two. There are so many, which, yeah. is, which is terrible, beyond belief. Um, yeah, well, I just think, no matter how bad things get, and things can get really bad, just please know that suicide is not the answer. Our DMs are open, I know that's not much but yeah. there's so many numbers you can call we'll put them Help all on clients, our instagram yeah. page and you would be missed you like mm. even tyler touched on it in the lyrics about don't mourn me people will 100 yeah. percent mourn you as well if you're in school or university i know you can um have people if you don't want to speak to like a friend or family member you can speak to people in school i'm sure they have counsellors that um, might, like, because you might just want to speak to someone who doesn't know you, because sometimes it's easier to speak about um, sensitive subjects, someone who doesn't know you at all, it's just a completely fresh mind. Yeah, 100%. So, um, yeah, so again, it just says here, rather than fixating on death, honour our heroes' lives and focus on the amazing things they've done in their life. Don't wait for their funeral to speak. And I just think, going back as well to this whole Be Kind movement that's kind of emerged recently in the media if you can be anything today be kind yeah it goes it goes a long way it really does just as being mean can go a long way being kind can go so much further yeah you can literally like change someone's days by one little comment it could completely change someone's day just just be kind people 
So on that note... Um, oh, can we just mention, actually... The, oh, um, sorry. just wanted to mention that a few clothing lines have actually um, made T-shirts, like, slogan T-shirts and stuff, and they're going to be donating all of the money to, like, mine charity and other the charities. Samaritans. Yeah, we've ordered ours. We've ordered ours, but, yeah, I thought that was really good to um, just mention. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And Molly Mays and PLT Collection as well. All oh, of yeah. the proceeds of that are going to help... Or mine, sorry. Mine, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so our words of being kind is we appreciate every single one of you who's listened yes, to our podcast thank you so much. and showed us love and Han I really appreciate you oh I appreciate <laughs> you too thank you so yeah just spread the love people. spread the love and thanks so much for listening and we'll be back next week with a more lighter topic thank you so, so much for listening thanks bye, bye. guys